time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. The band is back together. Hey, Paul. Welcome back. Good morning, Trevor. <laughs> no, you're the one who's been away. Welcome back, Trevor. We've both, we've both been away. We've both been away. It's nice to, it's nice to hear your sultry voice. And uh, yeah, hopefully you had a wonderful week. And uh, my trip to London was very productive. Happy to be back in studio here for at least the next three or four weeks. But uh, then we're back on the road again. So Yeah, November's going to be a bit crazy. Yeah, It is going to be a bit crazy. All right. Well, let's get started today. It's Monday, October 16th. After being beaten down nine days in a row and 10 of 11 days, gold bounced hard last week, rising every day except Thursday and running from $1,845 per ounce to $1,941. It was up over $60 alone on Friday. The Mining Stock Journal said that on Friday, the gold price started running in early Asian hours, indicating strong demand from buyers of the physical form of the metal, and continued on a parabolic path during the paper gold markets of London and New York, indicating that the shorts scrambled to cover. Silver also rallied strongly last week, including a big move the prior Friday, running from $21.15 per ounce to a high of $23 and closing the week at $22.90. That was up $1.75, including the prior Friday. The Mining Stock Journal noted that the COT report showed that the bullion banks went net long silver while the hedge funds became net short silver. In addition, the bullion banks continue to aggressively reduce the net short in gold where the funds reduce their net longs. This is a very bullish indicator for the precious metal sector. The GDX followed the metals higher, spiking up 5.1% for the week. The Mining Stock Journal has become very bullish on the precious metal sector, commenting that all of the relevant factors are in alignment. The newsletter believes that a move similar to late 2008 is now underway. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Arizona Sonoran Copper released a resource update for the combined cactus, stockpile, and park salier deposit that formed the the overall cactus project in Arizona, which is expected to form the basis of a pre-feasibility study in the first quarter of next year. The PFS will target 45 to 50,000 tons per annum copper cathode heap leach and SXEW operation. The measured and indicated resource is now 445.7 million tons, grading 0.58% copper, containing 5.17 billion pounds of copper. It's an increase of 221%. 
The leachable resource is now 357.6 million tons, grading 0.62% copper for 4.43 billion pounds. That's a 316% increase from the previous resource. Cactus also has another 2.21 billion pounds of inferred resources. The company said it had a discovery cost of just half a cent per pound. The resource is based on over 160,000 meters of drilling in 900 holes. Ongoing drilling will focus on Park Salier's southern extensions. Exposure to a four-kilometer mine trend with pockets of mineralization known south of Park Salier in the Gap Zone and northeast of the Cactus East and to continue decreasing drill spacings to 38 meters for future studies. Arizona Snow and Copper Company trades on the TSX with ASCU. Brixton Metals published the first batch of 2023 drill results from the Trapper Gold Target on the Thorn Project in British Columbia. Results included 98 metres, grading 0.62 grams per tonne gold, from a depth of 98 metres, which included 6 metres, grading 5 grams per tonne. Another drill hole returned 55.71 metres, grading 0.82 grams per tonne gold, which included 7 metres of 2.67 grams per tonne. These drill results extend the Trapper gold mineralisation 250 metres down dip along the Lawless Fault. The 2023 programme at Trapper totaled 6,625 metres of drilling. 11 holes remain pending in the laboratory. Brixton Metals trades on the TSXV under BBB and on the OTCQB under BBBXF. LCL Resources received approval for the Environmental Impact Assessment, or EIA, for its Miraflores Gold Project in Rizeralda, Colombia. The EIA approval by Rizeralda Environmental Authority, Carter, is the final substantial approval required for the development of, of Miraflores. Miraflores hosts 870,000 ounces of the company's 2.6 million ounces Quinchia Gold Project, LCL also owns the Tesorito and Dos Quebradas deposits, which form part of its Quinchilla project. A 2017 feasibility study on Miraflores detailed an underground mining operation to produce 45,000 ounces per annum of gold and 22,500 ounces per annum of silver for over about nine and a half years. LCL Resources trades on the ASX with LCL. I see. I got the hard pronunciations this morning. <laughs> Newmont reached an agreement with the National Union of Mine, Metal and Allied Workers of the Mexican Republic to end the strike initiated on June 7th at its Pensaquito mine in Zacatecas. The agreement was submitted to the Mexican Labour Court, which gave its approval, thus ending the strike. Under the agreement, Newmont will not pay additional profit sharing for 2022 which was one of the main reasons for the strike. If, as a consequence of the strike, Pensaquito reports no profit this year, Newmont has agreed to pay a bonus next year equivalent to two months' wages. Newmont will pay roughly 60% of the wages lost during the strike to mitigate the financial impact it had on its workforce. As part of the separate annual wage negotiations under the collective bargaining agreement, Newmont and the union agreed to an 8% wage increase, which the company said is in line with Mexican mining industry wage increases for this year. Newmont trades on the New York Stock Exchange under NEM. And Troilus Gold reported an updated resource estimate for the Troilus Gold project in Quebec, Canada, within the Frotet Evans Greenstone Belt. 
Highlights include an indicated resource of 508.3 million tons, grading 0.69 grams per ton gold equivalent for 11.21 million ounces, representing an increase of 126% in ounces and a 187% increase in tons compared to the 2020 estimate. It also has 1.8 million ounces in inferred resources. The company said more than 99% of the resource is in the indicated category and is classified as amenable to open pit mining from zones Z87, J, X22, and Southwest, which will form the basis of the feasibility study anticipated for completion in early 2024. Significant definition at the Southwest Zone and the new discovery of Zone X-22 were major new contributors to the open pit resource, accounting for about 28% of the indicated ounces. Troilus Gold trades on the TSX with TLG and on the OTCQX with CHXMF. All right, that's a wrap here as we're back here on hopefully a regular scheduled programming here for the next few weeks uh so that's a wrap here on the morning briefing today the mining stock daily morning briefing is produced by clear commodity network and investment research dynamics mining stock journal it is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the junior mining network paul good to see you have yourself a great day you too trevor thank you everybody else out there We'll be back with more later today. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.